Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with J.R. the Bossman and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the Bossman Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Isn't it? I always tell people, 
We're in Vermilion. The University of South Dakota is located in Vermilion, South Dakota. And Vermilion is five minutes from Nebraska and uh, 20 miles from Iowa. So we're the Hawaii of North and South Dakota. So it's, it's beautiful here all the time. Not quite like that, that weather you got, though. Well, today, Coach, is rainy and 60, 64 degrees. So it's not what it usually <laughs> is, Coach, but I'll take that in there because, Coach, the, the, Georgia's humidity makes my allergies go crazy. So I'm thankful <laughs> for it's not hot and humid because <laughs> it keeps it chokes me Absolutely. out. Absolutely. <laughs> We, we, it's funny how it works, man. It's funny how your body gets uh, acclimated. We have four guys on our team from Texas, uh, two from Houston and two from San Antonio. And, and yesterday it was like 45 degrees. And before practice, the, uh, a couple of the guys were like, Coach, it's so nice out. And I told him, I said, you never thought 40 degrees would feel so good, would you? And he goes, no, for real, Coach. Like, it's amazing how good it feels. But it's funny how your body just, adapt to, you know, when you're used to the heat, you just get used to the heat, right? But when we go to Atlanta or Houston in the summertime, I mean, you just can't stop sweating because it's just so hot and humid, you know, but uh, it makes for a good story. Coach, when the next time you come to town for the recruit, I'd love to have you uh, when we go, go do, our, do our Braves uh, night at our station here. And uh, just to say, even at 835, even on, on, on a Wednesday or something, <laughs> you're still <laughs> – <laughs> you need a John Thompson tile almost to wipe foot off. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> hey, you got to be careful what you wish for, man, because I'll take you up on it. Come on down, hey, Coach. I, I, I love when all you coaches come to town, have you all come in studio with us here. It's so fun to have you guys live in the studio with us on our live stream by people to see you guys. It's so fun for us. We really, really enjoy when you all come out here and recruit these great players we have down here in Georgia. Well, you do, you're right about that. There's a ton of really good players in Georgia. It's, uh, it's always interesting, and, for, and I appreciate the offer because I'm, I'm going to take you up on that. You got my word on that. Uh, but it is. It, Georgia has been a, it's always been a hotbed of, of great talent, um, certainly in, in, in basketball. And it's always interesting. You know, uh, uh, I've been at different – I was an assistant at University of Nebraska, at Colorado State, of course, now the head coach of South Dakota – and I'm originally from the Midwest. And in my first year recruiting here, we didn't really recruit Texas because I was just like, you know, what are the odds? And people kind of look at you like you're crazy. But, you know, different strokes for different folks, right? There's so many, so many good players out there, so many great people. And, of course, you got to build a relationship and build equity and build trust. And I've recruited Texas for nine years uh, when I was um, – uh, excuse me, seven years when I was an assistant at Colorado State for five and then two at Nebraska and built a lot of good relationships with high school coaches and AU coaches. And, and, and after not doing that the first year, I'm like, what are we doing? You know, we have, good, we have a good name, a good reputation, and we really started recruiting Texas hard. And, and now we have four guys on our roster, and, and, uh, and they all four have a very bright future uh, at the University of South Dakota. And, Coach, speaking of your bright future, Coach, you're second in the summer league play behind South Dakota State where T.J. Altsenberger's crew is just winning, but I feel like you guys have a chance to get them. I feel like you guys can get them this year, Coach, and I feel like you guys are playing well at the right time. So talk to us about what's been the keys to your season and where your guys playing so well. When, when did you feel like you had a good team on your hands this year? 
Well, you know, last year we we ended up winning the the. I've been here for four years, and our first and it was a rebuilding project. There's no doubt about that. And but everywhere I've been, whether I've been an assistant or I was a small school head coach for three years, and in any high school, Mayville State, and the year before we got there, they won one game. In all three years we were there, we got to the national tournament, including our last year where we played the national championship game. And so it was kind of the same type of deal. Vermilion's a very small city. Um, you know, it's not for everybody, uh, but it's an amazing place in terms of it's really a family-type atmosphere, so on and so forth. So those, two, those first two years were a little bit rough sledding. Uh, we didn't inherit a whole lot, and so we kind of had to get through that. And then last year we had one of the youngest teams in the country – and certainly one of the least experienced team. We actually had 10 brand new players in our program, Truly, 10 newly eligible players, seven new players. And so we were a bit of a work in progress, but we ended up winning going 22 and 12. We won the regular season championship, uh, won six in a row to end the year and nine of our last 10, I believe it was. And we ended up losing on basically a last second shot in the conference tournament. And you know how that goes at our level. There's one team that makes it to the big dance. And so we made the NIT, and it was really a, a bittersweet ending to a fantastic season. And we only lost one senior. And now he was a good senior. He was a first-team all-league guy. But we returned our, our core. Uh, we're still one of a, a younger team, but we're an experienced team. And so we had a strong feeling we'd have a very good team this year. And, you know, we finished the regular season 24-7, and seven, uh, set a school record for most Division One wins, and uh, ended up sixth in the mid-major poll. And so we set all kinds of records, but we have great chemistry, great camaraderie. I think we have a fun style of play. We're, uh, we're average over 80 points a game, and yet we're one of the top 40 defensive teams in the country. So that's a good combination. But um, our chemistry is really, really good. South Dakota State's very, very good. And they ended up uh, winning the regular season title, like you said. Um, but, you know, our conference tournament starts on, on – um, on Saturday, and and you know we'll see. We gotta uh, we gotta win two, and South Dakota State's gonna have to win two, and who knows if we meet up in the finals, this should be an epic battle. Now, coach, I'm looking at your stats. You have seven guys with over seven points a game, two guys in double figures, rebounding six guys over three a game. So I see what you're doing. You got balance of scoring, balance of rebounding as well, attacking the glass, defending like crazy, getting out there and running and playing that fast pace as you talked about, Coach. I see on the stat sheet here was that exactly how you guys are playing. Well, JR, you're right, and we're, we're very, very balanced. I mean, Matt Mooney, is a, he was a first-team all-league guy last year. I would expect him to be a first-team time or first-team uh, all-league guy again this year. Um, he's really kind of our catalyst. And then we're super balanced um, after that. You know, Tyler Hagenorn and Trey Birch Manning and Tristan Simpson and Tyler Peterson. And you just go right down the line. And uh, a lot of nights it's a different guy that kind of steps up. But because of our balance, it's really, really hard to key on, you know, specific guys. And Mooney's always going to be the guy that people are going to try to take away. But he's really expanded his game, too. He's become a very good playmaker. He's led us in assists a bunch of times here, the second half of, of uh, conference play. And so, you know, that's how we want to play, though. You're right. We want to get up and down. Uh, we, we're, I think one of our biggest strengths is we're very good in transition. And, um, and so we want to push the tempo. We want to push the pace. And we give our guys a lot of freedom. We don't, we don't run a million sets. We give our guys freedom to go be players and not robots. 
And I think that attracts a certain type of guy, you know, to our program. And we're big in the skill development and in developing those guys. So you got to be able to trust them when they get out there. And then our backbone in the last few years truly has been our defense. Um, you know, we were number one or number two in every and almost every defensive statistical category last year. We're the number one defensive team in our league this year. But I think there's always, you know, sometimes there's a misnomer that, oh, if you're a defensive team, you can't get out and run. No, and I just say, why can't you do both? Right? And that's what North Carolina has done so well for many, many years. Yeah, absolutely. And so we always want to put pressure on our opponents. We create a lot of turnovers um, that lead to some easy baskets. And it's really a fun style of play. We, one of our starters, <clears throat> Carlton Hurst, he was a Division One transfer from Colorado State. He, um, he started every game for, you know, just over a year and a half. And he broke his hand uh, after our second conference game. And so he hasn't played since that point. And that was a big loss. And we ended up losing a game because we were just kind of trying to figure it all out from that point. Um, but now we've really adjusted well. And, and uh, hopefully we'll get Carlton back here before the end of the year. Yeah, coach. I thought I thought there's a lot of these clinics uh, with these coaches here. They come in Georgia to do clinics. And I'm like, I hear them talk about one side of the basketball, but I feel like you you can be balanced and do both because if you defend like crazy, get that rebound, outlet the ball on your second secondary primary breaks, you can score quickly on guys when they get set, and you keep and you grab grab them out. And you can press them a little bit. You can just. Don't confuse them. Playing some 130, 140, half court, switch everything. It's to throw them off and wear them out. Then you still got to do your thing and run some more. But... Yeah, Jay, are you right? There's, that's what's great about basketball. There's so many um, different philosophies, different styles of play. There's going to be guys that are good players um, in our program that might not be that good in a different style of play. There's going to be guys that are really good in another program that with their style of play, that might not quite fit our style of play, but uh, I, I just always believe you always want to put pressure on your opponents, right? Don't give them any free possessions. Um, and, 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 and by putting pressure on your opponents, sometimes that means press. Sometimes it just means literally every time you get the ball, push it up the floor. Like, why would you walk the ball up the floor, right? So, uh, and certainly there's times maybe when the other team has a bunch of momentum or what have you just to slow it down, but... But, you know, I, I think that our style is really an enjoyable style of play. You don't want to be in a – I don't think most players um, want to be, and I'm not sure you can develop guys if you're just always slowing it down and you run, you know, play after play after play or a continuity over and over and over again because then you're just basically, as a coach, telling them to go to point A, then to point B, then to C, then to D, whereas in our style – Certainly we have some set plays, but we give them the freedom to go play. And so now their instincts take over, right? Their teaching from practice or their coaching from practice takes over, and, and they're allowed to really showcase their skill set. And, Coach, I was lucky. You know, my father was a coach. So the fact that my father was a coach, I got all that firsthand knowledge of how to put the different sets, the different cuts, different defenses. So my dad taught strategy all the time. So when I played ball myself, coach was like, wow, this is what dad I was talking about. <laughs> you know, so I was like, so I, I, I'm with you. My dad was, was believing simplistic means you play better. Less you're thinking, the, the better you played. So he, we, we really didn't want to play. It was all five-man motion, screen and cut, back picks. It was pretty much you all figured out. If you're if you not like, you drop a play for you, guys, I will. But run that, run, run, just do our motion, play hard, play for wheels with defenses, and throw them all off. 
That was my dad's philosophy, and it worked. It, we won a lot of games that way. It does. Uh, a lot of times, less is, uh, less is more. And uh, I, I don't, I can't. I heard this a long when I was a uh, really young coach, and the kiss philosophy, kiss, K I S S, keep it simple, stupid. And that was for me, like, it, uh, and not not to the players, for myself, because sometimes coaches kind of can get in their own way, right? Well, we yeah. can do this, and we 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 can do. Well, okay, that's all fine and dandy. Uh, and some coaches put their egos into play where they they're trying to show off how smart they are. And I think genius coaches have the ability to, um, or really smart, not necessarily genius, but. Smart coaches have the ability to obviously make adjustments, be who you are, but it's all about what's executable. Like what can our guys handle where they're not going to paralyze themselves when they're on the floor because the legs feed the wolves, right? And, and the more you're thinking out there, it slows your feet, right? It's like a good dancer. If you just go out there and let it flow, right, good things are going to happen for you. So uh, you don't want to have paralysis by analysis by – overthinking a game plan, overthinking what you're doing, whether it's offense or defense. Um, yeah, you got to have structure. I mean, you got to have some semblance of organization and, and guys kind of understanding what their strengths are and their weaknesses and, 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 and as a coach putting them in a position um, to utilize their skill set and to give them the best opportunity to have success for the team, certainly, and then also for themselves. And coach though my dad would bust me up about choosing radio over coaching. I'm like, Dad, I don't have the patience to <laughs> scream at guys every night. I was doing the radio and be done with it. <laughs> you know, you're, you're scream about hey, you you're guys. The, you're and the be smart done with guy. You get, you're the smart guy. You get paid just to talk all day, right? I mean, uh, you're the genius out of the group here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. Going to radio, listen to music, um, talk shop, chop it up with people. It's good stuff. You got that right, Coach. Hey, Coach, look here. I'm happy that I have my I'm, my voice is not hoarse. You know, uh, I got I can wear what I want to wear. I have my own hours. It's like I love it. I, I know, man. Getting it done. That's what I say. It's living the dream. That's what right. Living the dream. That's yes, what you're doing. Sir. You got that right, Coach. And uh, I gotta ask you, Coach, about the summer league because you know I had on a Billups as well, TJ as well on the show. Talk about Summer League as a whole, Coach, because I feel like the league is slept on a lot because you guys got great talent in Summer League, great universities, great towns, and I feel like people don't really know about it because it's not one of the major power fives or the one that hire me major conferences. They kind of sleep on Summer League. So if you could, Coach, tell people here in Atlanta yeah. about the league and how great it is and about the coaching and the players that's in the league that they might, they might not know about from that guy only to hear about it as much. But JR, it's a, it's a very good league. You know, there's there's 32 conferences in Division One men's basketball, and and obviously everybody knows about the BCS uh, leagues, right? The ACC, the SEC, the Big 12, the Big Ten, and the Pac 12. And then of course you got the Big East in there. Um, the American Conference is very very good, um, but and I, I know I'm missing one in there too. But those are like the the seven to eight school conferences that get multi-bid leagues right and then after that basically everyone gets one one team to go to the tournament and and on the west coast conference too will get two with gonzaga and st mary's but to give you a, a little bit of a the, the viewers like a, um, a better picture so there's a, a mid-major poll that comes out collegeinsider.com mid-major poll and you know polls are polls they're not 
you know, it's not an exact science, but it, it, what it does do is show a level of respect of, of what people think of your program. And, and Gonzaga's, Gonzaga and St. Mary's are almost always one or two, maybe one in three, whatever. Um, last week, we were ranked third in the mid-major poll, and South Dakota State was ranked sixth, right? This week, South Dakota State's ranked four, and we're ranked sixth because they beat us last week at their place. And so deservedly so. But my point is, we have two teams in the Summit League ranked in the top six in the, in the mid-major poll. You have two teams. They're, they're, we're 24 and seven. They're 25 and six. Um, you know, we played at Duke this year. We ended up losing by 16. We played at UCLA this year, lost by three. We played at TCU this year. Uh, tie game with two minutes to go. We had a wide open three with 13 seconds, and we just missed it. That would have tied the game. So we played some heavy hitters to the wire, right? And and it's a really neat thing for the Summit League to have two schools like that that are literally an hour and 45 minutes apart and both in the same state and the only two Division I programs in the state. And I think that's great, certainly for our rivalry, but it's great for the Summit League. Summit League's a pretty a relatively new league. It's a basketball. I mean, uh, obviously there's a ton of sports in there, but in the Summit League there's no football so it's, you know, a basketball league. Women's basketball is very good as well. And so, you know, our league in the RPI, last I looked, which was last week, was ranked 13th in the, in the RPI out of those 32 conferences. So it's a very good league. There's really good players, high, high-level players. And, um, you know, um, so it's exciting. It's definitely a, a league uh, or a conference on the rise. Now, Coach, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh, when you come in town, I'm going to take because uh, you can ask uh, Rodney Billups. He, he wanted Waffle House. He wanted Waffle House. He said, JR, here you got good Waffle House here. I said, yes, we do. Where's one at? Two miles up the street, two miles up the road. I said, take it right now. He was just so happy to get Waffle House. <laughs> you know, so when you come to town, Coach, I will show you the joy of the lights. I'll take care of you, I'm, man. I'm, this is a little quick story I'm, about We're going to – we're going to Waffle House, and I'm getting in that studio, and we're going to go live. You got that right, that Coach. Happen. You sure will, man. I <laughs> sure will, Coach. And I'll, Coach, I'll tell you what, a lot of high school kids listen to my show. I do a lot of high school speeches around here, talking to different teams and different players. So a lot of guys are here, here to my show, so they'll hear you, and they'll love to – that's oh, South Dakota, Jr. Is that cool? Hell yeah, it's cool. That coach is cool. Where's that man? You know, so, it's all good, man. Well. It, it, it's uh, right. Like I said, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and there's always a spot for the right guy. And 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 are we going to get Texas kids every year? Probably not. Are we going to get Georgia kids every year? Probably not. But you just keep cultivating that. Your players become your best recruiters, and and we're fortunate. We got a brand new sixty-six million dollar arena. It's state of the art. It's incredible. And and you name it, we got it. So we've been very fortunate to have that. But. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting down there, and we can see what we can do, right? Yes, indeed, Coach. Coach, good luck. It's Omaha this weekend, Coach, and we'll talk to you real soon, man. All right, JR. Hey, thanks for having me on. Looking forward to doing it again. You're welcome, Coach. All right. Take care, JR.
fantasy football season is fast approaching. And if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis. <laughs> 